Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rob's video blog. Today I'd like to talk about free speech. So in the United States we have the wonderful First Amendment that guarantees freedom of the press and freedom of expression for all individuals. Um, we here in the United States by and large take that guaranteed right as uh, we take it for granted. Uh, probably more so now because we have the internet and it's very easy to see to communicate with people from other countries but uh, what people I don't think realize is legally I believe the United States is the only country that has this specific right codified and guaranteed to its citizens. I, there are a number of other countries that have relatively free speech but even in a number of European countries there are pretty significant restrictions on what you can and cannot say. Um, I believe in Sweden or Denmark, they, they still have blasphemy laws, and I think somebody was recently prosecuted for it, which essentially is uh, a law saying you can't speak out against or deride someone's uh, religion. Uh, so we need to make sure that uh, we appreciate the First Amendment, and the First Amendment and the ability to have free speech is the only thing that holds a civilized society together. If you start silencing people with dissenting views, you give the government or you give anybody the right to silence one person for whatever reason, um, you have then broken the mold and you, you have then justified any other person or the government or whomever you've given this power to, to then silence whomever else they want. They will always find a justification for it. And that's why, unfortunately, the speech that you have to defend is the controversial speech, and sometimes it's even hate speech, and sometimes it's, it's mean-spirited speech and wrong speech. Uh, but unfortunately, that's why you have the First Amendment. You know, if we all just spoke about cupcakes and cookies and uh, a beer and sports and unobjectionable topics, we wouldn't need a First Amendment to defend our right to free speech because nobody would get so upset that you're talking about cookies and cupcakes and how bad the New York Jets are. Um, to try and put you in jail or to try and silence you or to try and ruin your life or try to attack you physically. So the purpose of the First Amendment is to defend the objectionable speech. Um, and a lot of times the objectionable speech is speech against the government. And uh, if you look historically, it's been objectionable speech or speech outside the mainstream that has always um, <clears throat> caused a cultural shift or a political shift or a moral shift throughout time. So uh, that's why it's so valuable that we defend the right to free speech. Now you might be saying, Rob, why are you, you live in the United States, why are you lamenting about this? Well, the government recently not so much has been silencing people in their free speech, but the universities have. There have been a number of universities that have canceled um, conservative speakers or independent speakers or libertarian speakers. Um, there have been a number, uh, the media is just absolutely awful. They, they don't give platforms to, uh, they don't give equal time, equal platforms to, uh, to both sides of the aisles or, or to all different sorts of opinions. Um, there have been a number of violent protests, again, against uh, conservative or libertarian speakers at universities and campuses. And listen, they have rights to protest. That's fine. I mean, you, listen, you know, if you, you should you know, if somebody is saying something that you think is wrong, that you think is immoral, absolutely you should speak against them. You should get up on the podium, 
next to them on stage and debate them. You should challenge them to a debate of ideas or you should protest them. You know, this is, this is part of your First Amendment right is to protest. You know, uh, in Spider-Man, they say with great responsibility, with great, uh, uh, with great power comes great responsibility. And that's very true. The First Amendment affords each and every person a great amount of power. Your ability to speak your mind and to spread your opinions, now with the internet even more far and wide, uh, you have a significant responsibility to, uh, with what you say, um, and you have a responsibility to defend and speak out against those who aren't saying, aren't doing uh, the right things or spreading misinformation um, and that sort of thing. So uh, I think people people lose sight of that. But, uh, you know, speaking out, you, you have to make sure that people, that you understand the difference between speaking out, contesting someone's point of view, contesting someone's arguments, um, and getting violent. Those are two very different things. You know, as soon as a protest becomes violent, it's no longer First Amendment uh, expression of free speech. It's no longer First Amendment right expression of, of uh, opinion. It now becomes... Uh, breaking the law. It now becomes using force. It now becomes, in many cases, a misdemeanor or a felony for assaulting people. So uh, you have to make sure that you draw that distinction. You have to make sure you understand the difference between the two. Uh, one of the other things, too, with, with free speech and, you know, uh, <clears throat> while every person is afforded the ability to have free speech, um, you have absolutely positively no right to respect for your uninformed opinion. Uh, the internet has been a fantastic thing. It allows amazing communication, amazing dissemination of information. Unfortunately, well, fortunately and unfortunately, it gives a voice to every random Joe who wants to take a few minutes and put together a video blog like myself, right? Um, but the problem is <clears throat> people have not been brought up to think rationally, to be able to form logical arguments and so they just spout off complete nonsense on the internet, emotional, emotionally charged nonsense about topics that they have absolutely no clue what they're talking about. And again, they have a right to do that. That's completely fine. But the issue that I'm, ha that I'm finding is a lot of people do this <clears throat> and then they get pushback and then they get upset and act like someone is being a bully, that someone is being mean, that someone is being rude. Again, the freedom of speech is great power and comes with great responsibility. You are not entitled to respect for your uninformed or any opinion. You're not entitled to any respect for your opinion. And respect is earned. Respect is earned and trust is earned. So respect in argumentation is earned two ways, through clarity and consistency of logical argumentation and through understanding the actual information and the actual facts on the topic you're talking about. If you present an argument and you don't have a firm grasp of what the actual facts or information is, your opinion does not really deserve much consideration at all. In fact, I would say if someone listens to your uninformed opinion and spends a significant amount of time ruminating on it, <clears throat> they are wasting their time and their lives. And in fact, the person who put that opinion out there um, in any serious manner, way, shape, or form, I would say is doing a disservice to the world because they're wasting everybody else's time. 
Uh, the other thing is when people are informed and they underst understand the facts and the information on a topic, but their communication skills are so poor or they cannot control their emotions to the point that they can't make a logically consistent argument. Again, um, you're not helping anybody by doing that. You're not helping your point. You're wasting people's time. Uh, and uh, that's not how you gain respect for your opinion. So, you, you know, if you've, if you've been on the Internet at all, you see that everybody's got an opinion on every single topic. And like I said, that's their right and that, that's fine. But uh, don't become self-righteous. Don't um, have a level of self-indignation that, uh, well, I expressed an opinion, so everybody has to respect my opinion. No, they don't. No, they don't. There are good opinions. There are bad opinions. There are uninformed opinions. There are logical opinions. There are emotional opinions. There are all sorts of things. <clears throat> Just because you take five minutes to tap something out on a keyboard doesn't mean that one single person, one, has to read it, has to listen to it, has to respect it. And in fact, you're probably going to get a lot of people who push against it and call you an idiot. And that's just the way it is. You know, if you want to have uh, people respect your opinion, if you want to have people uh, take you seriously, afford you the respect that you think you deserve, then you need to do your research on your topics. You need to understand how to make a logical argument. You have to understand how to clearly communicate information to people. Um, and it's taken me a while to really kind of hone my skills in this sort of area, and there's always improvements, and obviously I'm not perfect. I'm sure there are times when I get emotional or illogical or I'll, I'll comment on a topic that I probably am not super-duper informed about. <clears throat> but over the years, I have realized there are so many things that I don't have the foggiest clue about, so I don't comment on them. Uh, I'm not a big music guy. I don't really comment on music. If somebody asks my opinion, uh, I'll tell them I really don't like Bruce Springsteen. I think he's a terrible artist. I think he's a good songwriter. I don't think he's a great musician, and I think he can't sing. But am I going to debate somebody on that? No, because, I mean, I don't really listen to music. I don't really know that much about music. It's not, not my area of expertise. You know, uh, when it comes to food, admittedly, I just, I just chew and swallow food. Half the time my wife cooks something fabulous and I eat it and she goes, how was it? And I go, you know what? I can't even remember because I eat food that fast. So when it comes to food, I have my own personal opinion. But again, I'm not going to debate somebody on that because I, it's not my area of expertise. Um, so freedom of speech is amazing. It's the single most important thing that you can have. It's one of the necessities of a civilized society. Um, it affords people a significant amount of power, but it also comes with a significant amount of responsibility. So don't take that responsibility lightly. Be informed. Learn how to form a logical argument. Learn how to communicate at least somewhat clearly. Hopefully I've done that uh, in this video blog and through my other video blogs and I am improving. Um, and don't take it for granted. Don't take it for granted. Realize how important it is. Uh, appreciate it and protect it. You know, protecting the First Amendment is not an easy thing to do. Speaking out in defense of the First Amendment is not an easy thing to do because, again, you're probably going to have to come out and defend uh, despicable people's rights to say ridiculous, nonsensical things. But uh, that is the difficult work that you have to do if you want to reap the rewards and the benefits of uh, the First Amendment and, uh, and our freedom of speech. So thank you guys for watching. I appreciate the time, and I will see you again next time.